Meet Bedlam. My name's Shatterstar. Domino, I'm lucky. Luck isn't a superpower. It's certainly not very cinematic. Yes, it is. Let's meet in the middle and say no, it isn't. Hello and welcome to another edition of The Substandard, sponsored by Casper Mattress and the Black Tux. I'm Victor Mattis, along with Sonny Bunch and Jonathan V. Last. I'd like to remind you, The Substandard is available on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Just look at our podcasts and search for Substandard. You'll easily find us. Please subscribe. Tell your friends. Leave a review. Gentlemen, how are we? Please leave a review of this episode. Not the micro. Not the micro episode that we released yesterday, uh, because, my God, that was... uh, that was a yeah, a, yeah. A, high concept. Event. I had high uh, concept. I had a list, and we went through it so quickly. And I even was going to talk about pour some sugar. You beat me to it, Sonny, and that was it. I was done. Yeah, right, that's all I had for you. JVL, how are you doing? I'm fine. How are you, Vic? Uh, uh, how was your weekend? I'm I'm f- I'm fine too. Um, but uh, let's turn to Sonny first because otherwise <laughs> oh, I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm mess up your I'm transition. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how to transition. I have no idea what Sonny's Sonny, going to say. Sonny, how was your weekend? Please. Uh, my weekend was pretty good. We we watched Aladdin for the first time as a family this weekend. Oh, it's a whole new was, world. It's a whole new The genie the, is so funny and unpredictable. The He'll say so anything. Funny. He's wacky. He's wacky and goofy. Uh, I would say what was, what was most interesting to me about watching this movie uh, was imagining it through the lens of Guy Ritchie. <laughs> everything, everything that happens in that movie from the opening song, which has lines like, it's barbaric, but hey, it's home. I was just thinking, there's no way that this movie made by Guy Ritchie will be problematic in any way whatsoever. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> the, like, the, 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 uh, and it really is like kind of a perfect Guy Ritchie movie, too, because it's, it's about a chav who wants to be royalty and who is a, he's a low level criminal he does lots of parkour and stuff like it is actually kind of a perfect <laughs> it's a kind of a perfect movie for, and in that in the opening chase through the streets and the mm, markets mm-hmm. he's like crashing into harems and uh, like yeah. i mean like oh, I, 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 shot for shot i could just envision it as <laughs> a guy Ritchie movie but like again it's going to be the the fights over this movie running in place running running and running, running. Yeah, he's <laughs> hard, someone's so hard ah! It's gonna be it's gonna be really good uh, as opposed to King uh, Chav Arthur, which was which was Chav King Arthur, which was terrible. Who is, has casting begun for this already? Uh, yeah, it's it's like a bunch of people I don't know, including frankly. the genie. We don't know. It should be a big role. That should be a bigger role. I, don't know. I, I vote Gilbert for Sh- Godfrey. I <laughs> well, he plays the parrot, which is oh, which very is, good. Uh, in, he gets a promotion. Cartoon. Um, <laughs> right. Is Gilbert Godfrey allowed to work anymore? Remember, he got oh, in no. trouble during the tsunami. The Japanese oh. tsunami. He Could made tsunami jokes. Schumer. Oh, that's a long time ago. That's, that's, yeah, that's history. Fine. She's if, the America's most important comedian. If Amy Schumer is not the genie, I am frankly going to be shocked and appalled because she is uh, America's comedy sweetheart right now, and she's so funny, and her <laughs> voice is so amusing, and her impressions are also good. Right, so I'm going to tell you this. She does right nudity. Now. We know that. I'm going to tell you this right now. Once I say it. It will become so obvious that you will not be able to think of anything else. Okay. It should be Dave Chappelle. That would no, that's perfect. That would be right. that would actually be Dave perfect. Chappelle would be Dave amazing. Chappelle would be would be fantastic. Wouldn't be caught dead in this movie. But it would be amazing. No, I, I was gonna go you with You drive a the... dump truck full of money up to Dave Chappelle's house and you're like, here's five million bucks, come do No, I think that's not true anymore. Come that's do... why I left the show in Comedy Central. We didn't care of, about uh... money anymore. Everybody cares about money. You know who I'd like to say? Everyone play the wants genie. to work with Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie is a yes. number one. Uh, Danny DeVito had a great line. I forget what Danny DeVito role this was in, but he had a, a line. Some characters said, "Of course, everybody wants money. That's why they call it money." Was it other people's money? It, I don't know. It might have been taxi for all I know. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. I think he should play the Shaquille genie. Shaquille O'Neal. He should definitely with like a vest, but like sure, what about just Shazam? With a vest. Shazam. That's Reprising what I'm his role in that. That's other movie. what I'm saying. He could wear a little vest and show off his. Bod. Not Shazam. Sinbad. Do you mean Kazam? Sinbad no, I mean, can play I mean Sinbad. Sinbad can play Genie. You guys have all read that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah, fake, the, fake, the fake movie. The cultural but memory. I just mm. assume everybody remember. I mean, I, I assume everybody's getting Kazam confused oh. with Sinbad, like mashing them up. <laughs> but Sinbad always kind of looked like a Genie anyway, with yes. his dumb pants and his... Yeah, well, know, the, the, very, the parachutish. And his, like, ear, his earring. Parachutish pants, earrings. Uh, you know, but he was... And a vest. Family comedy. He was... Fa- you know who told me this? Family comedy and who loved, who loved... Doris. Sinbad? <laughs> no, so close. Very close. Fred Barnes. Fred, Fred Barnes, Barnes loves Sinbad. Loves Sinbad. Fred Barnes. 
Little, European little. cinema and Sinbad. <laughs> yes, that's right. Uh, just Wait, a man. 400 of, Blows and that Secret Service movie. A man of multitudes. He yeah. contains <laughs> multitudes. He literally is the only person in the world who can like sit and talk to you about Truffaut and then say, boy, that Sinbad's really funny. That's Sinbad. <laughs> that's some good stuff. I bet Sinbad's <laughs> huge, huge in France. The treadmill. The treadmill. I bet Sinbad is actually like uh, a big, a big hit in, Jerry Lewis with the Jerry Sish. Lewis people. Yeah, it could be. Uh, could be. So stop. anyway, my weekend was oh. watching Aladdin for the first time. With How my, with did my... your daughter like it? It was very funny. She uh, versus Frozen. I mean, it, it, it's very fu- so. Like you know the the kind of opening uh, bit where uh, Jafar first goes to the Cave of Wonders. And the like, Sphinx yes. cat rises up out of the sand, and he's got this deep, scary voice. He's like, "Who disturbs my slumber?" When that happened, she grabbed my arm and like turned to me and said, "I love you, Daddy." Oh, and I was like, "I was like, oh, that's very adorable." Oh, Why are you do is so scare the crap out <laughs> of her, and then she loves you. <laughs> Why are you so scared right now? It's oh, just a big cat. She's like, I love you. It was very. Fu- it was that's, that that's was adorable. That was it. Was the most. It was one of the most adorable things that has uh, ever happened. Fear. You will find to be more and more useful as they get older in order to get their affection yeah. is fear. Fear. Yes. Scary scary stuff. I do a thing. When Kate is away, I do a thing where I become like a crazy person. I say, mommy's not here anymore to protect you. And then they all get crazy. Yeah, and it works. You yeah. know. And then I swing a belt around and I pretend to hit them. But you know, I miss on purpose. Pretend. Okay. <laughs> and then, please, daddy, don't do it. You know. But no, they'll do a thing. I'm kidding. They Kate do. comes home and they're all in the basement. <laughs> they're all the they're, basement. they're emaciated and Michael. White. Michael and, thinks this and, is great. Well, he'll do a thing where he'll take some strange gemstone. Yeah, you're great, great <laughs> patterns of behavior for Sabrina to follow later right. in life. Father figures. Who Father want to figures who want to beat her. No, and I have a. They do a. Michael does a. Sh- we do a shtick where I, it's all improv. It's great for your improv chops. And one of the things was <laughs> where Michael will take. It's a, like the groundlings it at is the Mattis like household. The groundlings. And one of the things we created was a the character groundlings by way of Eli Roth. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, little, a little bit of Eli. And, uh, and, uh, and, and or a little bit of Lars, uh, Lars Vontrier. No, and, uh, uh, and like Michael will put this like gemstone to my forehead and I pretend that I get transformed into this like zombie the when vision? it happens. Like, oh, vi- sorry. It's vision like, it's vision like with the thing. And then when it falls off, I say, I don't remember. How did I get here? You know, and then I chase them around when it's on and, you know, scares them and they beg. And that's nice. It's nice to have my. You know, daughter still, you know, miss me in these moments. So yeah. <laughs> touching. Um, okay. Vic, so th- how was your yes. weekend? <laughs> Only half of that was real. Um, my weekend was, uh, une- it was nice and quiet for once, but I was going to say. All of your weekends are quiet. No, no, no. The weekend before well, that like, was like. Oh, my <laughs> kids were up in New Jersey <laughs> with the grandparents. <laughs> no. Oh, we, no. Kate and I were in New no, York. No, we had, we had all families and cousins over the weekend before for communion. That was a busy weekend, et cetera. But, but uh, uh, you only have to do that once, right? Once, uh, twice. And you're the done. other, the other one, uh, the, my, Michael, a couple of years ago. But we got, I got finally a new grill. Oh. What'd you get? The Weber Genesis, as recommended is by the you are paid people. way too much. If you can is afford this? a Weber Genesis, it was, Weber's Genesis. How much does it cost, JBL? Oh loads. my God! Oh, go ahead. Guess how much it cost. We'll play. This is like. Uh, Ooh, the price is right. Oh. Base model. Wait, can on I get this? in? Wait, can I get in with a guess sure. before yes. you say? Because you probably yes. actually know. See so who gets closer. I'll say fourteen hundred dollars. No, the base model on this is seven hundred. <laughs> the actual, the actual retail price of the Genesis two E three ten six ninety nine. Da 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 da. You went a dollar over. You get, uh, he went over. You went over. He went. You're a sucker. Really? You are a stone cold <laughs> really? sucker. Really? Yeah. Everybody loves it. Is it a gas grill or a charcoal grill? It's gas. a gas grill. Both, uh, both fire, fire man, bet, Captain look, Glenn. For the record, for the Captain Glenn, who is a serious griller, said get the Weber Genesis. And the Mike Goldfarb said get is, the Weber Genesis. Is this I'm the, going with them. Is this the one with the panels that reflects the heat no, rays? This is the no, one no, into no, the, the flavorizer. Twice what the number two grill on the market costs. You mm. could literally buy two of them. And so what you are doing is you are <laughs> making a bet that the laws of chemistry and oxidation yes. simply don't apply to the metal used. In the Weber Genesis, you does could it use fancier metal? Why is it so much more expensive? Because it's adamantium. Top, because at the top of the of the category, you can just charge luxury tax. Basically, this <laughs> is you know it becomes it's like a, any luxury good. It becomes more sought after because it's more expensive. It was a, if it was a four hundred dollar grill, nobody would care. Yeah, uh, 
that I can't believe you did. I this. had to. Of get, course, honestly, the doctor's kid has the Weber Genesis. <laughs> I bought a two hundred dollar grill uh, three years ago, and it works perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. It cooks my meat perfectly. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. My charbroil lasted ten years, and then it died, and that was a, that was an expensive one. But that was. And a so gift. if you could have bought another charbroil and gotten another ten years out of it. Then you would have gotten twenty years of great mm. grilling for the mm-hmm. price of one Weber Genesis. But that's like you know, your Weber Genesis is not going to last you twenty years. I make, I make. It will last you ten years, the same as the charbroil. That, that's fine. I make, uh, I make. What was that? Seven hundred. I make that in an hour. That's fine. <laughs> Where I work, <laughs> under that table. <laughs> Yikes! Wow! Wow! <laughs> that is wow. Eleven. That was wow. That was a lot of uh, tension there. Uh, anyway, I looked into it. I read CNET. I looked at the comparisons. Lots of people it's, love it. Also, of course everybody loves it. I it's did, the best. It's, it's <laughs> also overpriced for the value. It's a value proposition. Lowe's was not going to deliver or assemble if it was below. So I said, I need to get something what? that's more expensive. Like over, it had to be over 400 I had to, I, once again, yeah. I bought my grill. I think I paid $40 for the assembly and delivery or something like mm. that. Mm-hmm. You and didn't assemble your own grill? No. Who assembles their own? We had this. We had this discussion. I don't have have time. I don't have time. You know what? You know what? You know what? Civilized people do. They pay other people money to put their crap together for them. I mean, come on. I better things to do. I looked at. I I assembled my last like mowing your lawn. If you're spending, I assembled my last grill. Seven thousand dollars once every ten years. Waste of time. Have somebody else do it. Yeah, but you amortize those two hours over the course of a decade, and it's like isn't it worth forty bucks? No, it's not worth forty bucks. It, I would, but I, you didn't pay forty dollars. You paid an extra three hundred dollars okay. to get the Genesis. I would, I would, <laughs> you know, I was like, I would have paid a hundred dollars easily, mm-hmm. easily. To get would it you have paid three hundred together? Probably not. Probably not. Boom, roasted. Whereas my flat screen TV, I spent uh, two hundred on. So you know, I really go for the best. <laughs> TV, did you go? $200? <laughs> no, just kidding. It was one with HDMI's. It was 400. Did you, it was, did you get it out of the back of it a was, car? It was 400. It was 400. So you see is our it, priorities. Is our it priorities. A, is it a how CR- much did you spend on your TV? Is it a CRT? Is it a cathode ray tube TV? <laughs> I don't what they call, yeah, rear projection. I haven't bought a television mm. in 11 or 12 years. Mm-hmm. Do you have how a much you spend on watches? How about that? <laughs> did you, do, you have a, do you have a plasma still? I do. It's I, I have two plasmas. I have one upstairs and one downstairs. And a friend was trying to talk me into getting one of the like four K UHD TVs, and I was just like, "No, my plasmas are still pretty great, pretty dark blacks, pretty great." The blacks are inky. vibrant covers. Inky, uh, you know, inky, I'm just inky. Uh, I I just I can't I cannot pull the trigger I cannot pull the trigger on a new UHD TV plus a new UHD capable Blu-ray player plus like upgrading all of my my Blu-rays. I just I like I cannot I cannot do it again. I did it with DVD to Blu-ray. I just, I can't do it again. I just refuse. Is this unreasonable? Am I being an unreasonable no, person? No, but what I'm, so I'm not lusting after the UHD. What I'm lusting after is extra screen real estate because the price has come down on it that you could now get for like $600, 70 or 72 inches worth of screen. And I have a 42 inch because it was 12 years ago. And I, I don't, if I could trade this for like you know, I I drop in some cash and I get a seventy-two inch plasma that is still just normal. You can't get a plasma PM. anymore. No, I know, but I'm saying this is yeah. if that if that was an option, I would do it today. Yeah, but because I have to go down to LS, LCD. Yeah, I LCD resist tra- it. LCD is trash. I I I see I see I see LCD screens and I'm just like doesn't work. And I'm just like this is crap. This is this picture is crap. And you're all monsters for driving it plasma is out of business. For capitalism itself, Ugh. you sit with that pop. Uh, I got an LCD. <laughs> see what? See what from, I mean? From two thousand six, I mean? it still works. Ugh. See, Samsung. See what I'm talking about? <laughs> no, but I, uh, I, I, I have my, I have my forty. Why was that Rodney Dangerfield voice? I don't know. Got my 40, forty inch plasma, my sixty inch plasma. I'm done buying TVs for the next ten years. Like until one of those breaks, and we have mm. to get the like fully immersive three mm-hmm. D rigs. Mm-hmm. But sunny, mm-hmm. sunny. The energy consumption on the plasmas is so much higher than LCDs. <laughs> what about the planet? But this is this is my favorite thing about the plasma is that it's bad for the environment. <laughs> I, I turn it. I you purposely just, got the I plasma. Often, I often turn just it turn it on and like leave have the room it, and and just have it broadcasting sports for hours on end because I can and because I know that it's bad for the for the environment. You know what I'm not getting for the grill is the iGrill, 
That was one of their big selling points. What's the iGrill? It's like a Bluetooth on the grill to connect the meat thermometer. I got a meat thermometer. <laughs> it's a meat thermometer for, and it tells you on your phone. You couldn't bring this up on the mini? I, it was had nothing to do with 80s lyrics. And it's supposed to, you know, I mean, I don't need the phone to tell me. I just stick it in there. And know what the temperature is, but that's one of their big things. I'm not doing that eye grill thing, right. can I, which is their big thing. Go can, ahead. Can I? Please. And I, I offer this not as criticism, but as legitimate oh, advice. A little too late for that. Yeah. Legitimate advice. What you should invest the money in mm-hmm. is a pretty heavy-duty cover for the grill. I got a cover already. Is it like yeah. pretty pretty thick? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Because now that you've spent the seven hundred dollars on the Genesis, on you'd rust. like to get it for last it for twelve have years a, as yes, opposed to ten. I don't have a, a cover like a, wanna, an outdoor patio out? cover. So yeah, what? The next time you buy a grill, mm-hmm. you will not have children living in the house with you. you our friend, what? Our friend, did I just blow your yes, mind? No, this is true. Our friend, our my former colleague, your colleague Richard Starr, one of his observations was stereos. You buy one maybe in college. You buy another buy one as a young adult, another, and that's it until not, retirement. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's unless it. you're Norman Podhoretz, right? Remember, oh, Nor- right? I believe oh, Norman Podhoretz is a huge high. He's a high five. Guy. Everyone has their thing, but Everyone nobody nobody thing. buys a stereo anymore. Who would buy a stereo yeah. anymore? You buy like little mm-hmm. docks for your iPads, or you buy a you buy a sound bar. You're not a you're not of the belief that the vinyl coming back thing. People, you're not people big on vinyl. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, people I know what you're talking about. You can now connect vinyl like a turntable to your Sonos. Stereo. Okay, so the only thing that I'm waiting for now for the grill, and I'll let you know how it works out, is uh, the propane tank. So I got to get uh, a new propane. Propane tank. Taxi. Do you use propane? Uh, yeah. Taxi? Well, I get. I get pro- I, what I was going to say, I think you were the one who recommended it. Great. Propane taxi. Once again, totally worth the convenience. You just hundred yeah. percent. You, you pay an extra. Two I am bucks not going. To I have Depot. them coming tomorrow there to drop off a new propane. I'm paying sixteen dollars for somebody else to take the old propane tank from my driveway and put a new propane tank in my driveway. We should $16 yeah, total. That's right. We should uh, You're, you're we not should. paying them to hook it up to. Why would I pay them to hook it up? It's 4 bucks. 4 bucks. <laughs> Saves me the hassle of having to hook it up. I'm paying $20 and they're taking You that's understand what I'm that? Doing. I'm, I'm, doing. Paying, I'm paying $20 Are you they're, also they're propane taxi? Yeah, 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 yeah. All three. I'm, they I'm, should be an advertiser I'm paying, really. Let's I'm be paying honest $20 and they're unhooking the old propane tank and hooking in the new one. Yes. Have you ever hooked and unhooked a propane tank? Do you no understand how to do it? You know it? what? No idea four how bucks. to do it. Sonny makes four bucks in an hour. Have Thank you me. ever yeah. taken a... <laughs> he makes $700 in an hour. I make four bucks. I got to start doing what <laughs> he's doing. Have you Wink. ever taken a hose and screwed a, a nozzle onto the end of the hose to be able to water your garden? No idea. Because it's about that hard. Uh, <laughs> no. Fair enough. My only fear is because, you know, again, so they, they, they assemble it at, at Lowe's, which is better because, you know, at Home Depot, by the way, they give you this, this the, the, the choice is, well, drop off the box, but you have to put it together yourself, or we'll assemble it, but you have to pick it up, and it's not going to fit in That's any a car. That's choice. You need a, yes, it is, and you need a truck, and you, you'll have to rent this truck, but we're not giving you, according to our friends Aaron McLean and John McCormick, who had to do this, uh, we're not helping you lift it onto the truck, and certainly we have no ropes, harnesses, belts, or anything. You, that you're all on your own on that. And so- I wonder, yeah. do you think- Captain Bill would have trouble lifting a grill up he, onto a truck well, and off he, of a he truck. Told, I, you know, I seem to think that Captain was, Bill could do that by himself with one hand. He told me. This is all. You, this is so ridiculous. Speak, speak into this the is microphone. So ridiculous. You pay forty dollars and they assemble it and they deliver it for you. This is you guys are idiots. You're all I'm idiots. Not, I'm not assembling it. All this. Oh, I got to get it. For, I, I enjoy building things. I like to concentrate the front of my mind on a mundane task. The back of my mind and find peace. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that seems mm-hmm. to have worked for you. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully it works out when I come back and, uh, and grill for the first time and it won't lead to an explosion. Speaking of explosions over the weekend, Deadpool 2. How was JBL's weekend? <laughs> he said it was fine. <laughs> That's it? That's it? That's, it. That's he all? He had That's nothing. It? He had nothing. All right. For whatever reason. I'm sure you can do the math on this. Mm-hmm. Over the weekend, Deadpool 2 exploded onto the box office with $125 million, followed by Avengers Infinity with 28.6. So that's a far cry. However, it's pretty much approached $600 million domestic already. And Book Club with $12.5 million. Do you know what that means, the significance of Book Club? Can I tell you this? Please. That means that Craig T. Nelson has two big movies coming out this summer. Book Club, Club, Incredibles, very good too. Incredibles too. Oh, is he the dad in Incredibles too? Yeah, he's always been. And 
keeping busy. And I've yeah. always been a fan of Craig T. Nelson Coach. since since Poltergeist. Oh, yeah, Poltergeist. Yeah. He was dead in Poltergeist. Devil's Advocate. Oh, where he basically oh, he... plays Trump. Oh. Uh, <laughs> wow, no, this Speed is true. Um, he. Uh, yeah. what, can we discuss? Uh, Avengers Infinity War box office for just please. one second. No, please. We have it's plenty crossed, of time. It's crossed $1.8 billion worldwide, uh, It has, which is about $500 million more than Black Panther. It is going to gross less than Black Panther did domestically by probably 40 to $50 million, I would guess. It is going to gross twice as much as Black Panther overseas, which I find very interesting. The rest hmm. of the world is super racist. Yes, it was the this rest thing? of the world is super of duper racist. Of course, was this the concern with China? Wasn't this the concern? America is the yeah. least racist country in the world. We yes, need to, we need to like everybody. You know, we're not. We're, it's it's actually kind of shocking how how many complaints there are about racism in America, but America least racist country. That's just. I'd like you know what I like. A, it's an economic and scientific fact. I'd like to know what the numbers are in Saudi Arabia, as you know, they AMC keep... finally inked the deal with the um, MBS Salman, and to have a MBS here. as we all call him. Yes. Oh yeah. Which is most Mohammed bin Salman. Oh, oh yes. And... Who may or may not be dead. <laughs> have you guys followed this? Was he on uh, some sort of mountain climbing expedition? So gunfire was heard oh. at the presidential palace like three weeks ago, and nobody has seen him since. You're kidding. I haven't heard that story at and all. And they released a photo of him, but it's like a weird photo, and there's no date on it, and he's got like a baseball. The, literally the only photo that it's has like emerged weekend of Bernie's. It, this is one of those things where I'm sure everything is fine, but out in the world of people who are Saud, House of Saud watchers, uh, this is like a real panic moment. And they've just, there's just, uh, Weekly Standard has an editorial about this this morning. Uh, just arrested a bunch of uh, feminist human rights campaigners in Saudi Arabia, which is weird because his whole thing has, has been, been human rights mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. It, well, reformer. Everything, everything about it smells fishy. Cooey. Okay, well, let's move on to talk about Deadpool. That's not politics, by the way. No, Foreign no, policy is not fact. politics. It's fact that things happen. Okay, Deadpool 2. I do think we, we do all uh, read. We all saw it. Uh, I have I have you sketted after okay, the Okay, you read. got sked. Okay. I do. Uh, Deadpool 2, you, we all saw it. Uh, how about a, uh, a real uh, a review? Any review? Some review? Fanboy JVL saw it. Oh, fanboy JVL saw it. What did? Do you want a fanboy oh, JVL? Re- sure. Do people like what? it, or is the fanboy JVL just Johnny Ivy Part Two? Because John Podhoritz, whose taste I trust, said it was great. Mm-hmm. People should tweet at jvlast.com at jvlast just to let them let let him know if you like it or not. I Somebody have no, set up a Twitter poll on this this morning. I have no strong feelings on this either way, so I'm gonna I'm gonna let this one go to the to the audience. Let them decide. Well, should okay. I not do it? Well, then, then go for it. Do it. You, yeah, you brought it up. Now but you then have you to do it. You do it, and then the readers, can, the Hold listeners, on. can well, decide. I, I'm going to pop on. We yeah. have a plurality on the the Twitter poll that somebody put up. Want me to do it? What uh, did you put up that poll? I didn't put it up. Oh. Somebody, some one of our listeners put what? it up. What? How many Read, votes uh, were there? Should JV Laz put up? Uh, How many votes were there? Forty nine votes. Forty nine votes. I mean, it was posted like thirty minutes ago. And what's the what's the total? Uh, 49 yes, 16 no, 24 saying only Gene should review movies, Aww. and 11% saying that only Sonny should review movies. So the only Sonny came in dead last. That's fine with me. I don't care what these <laughs> idiots think. <laughs> this is a profane episode. It's actually it's actually not that bad, frankly. I mean, it, there was just the <laughs> talk earlier, <laughs> and now the, one f bomb. So I'm not okay, I'm not too worried about, about it. That's good. Okay. It's no right and writer. Uh, okay. Fanboy JVL. Hello. Don't 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 uh, don't make sure you don't crump, uh, crumple your cape. Dead Deadpool is the best superhero. I I know a lot of people think that the Punisher is cool, but Deadpool is the best because it, Deadpool is actually brilliant. The, the character was created in 1991 by Rob Lyle. Dead, Deadpool is basically Wolverine, except that he curses. But Deadpool is more awesomer because he makes jokes and stuff. He's he's brilliant because Deadpool talks out of the four walls. 
this this is called breaking the panel and deadpool is the only hero in comics who talks about comics in the comics the french philosopher michael Foucault said that this is the okay the the movie deadpool was the best superhero movie ever because it was rated R and the AMC by me doesn't really card. So you could, and if you looked really close, you could see the girl from Fireflies and her book. Okay. It was the best superhero movie because Deadpool kept breaking the panel in the movie and he was like talking to the audience and it was filled with jokes that you didn't get, but I did because I like comic books and I'm a real fan. But Deadpool 2 is is even more awesomer because it has more jokes in the... The jokes are about comic books, and you probably didn't get them. Okay, okay, so maybe you got the joke about Thanos because Josh Brolin plays Cable, and he's also Thanos in the Avengers Infinity War. But I bet you didn't get the joke about Alpha Flight or the feet. And okay, okay, Deadpool 2 is the best because there's a scene at the end where Deadpool goes back in time and he does this stuff that you don't understand but the real fans do like he kills the version of Deadpool from the Wolverine movie and then he kills Ryan Reynolds with a Green Lantern because the Green Lantern is the worst superhero movie ever and Deadpool 2 makes a joke about that and that's why Deadpool 2 is the best superhero movie ever thank you Hmm. Uh, we'll let the people vote on that (laughs) We'll let him. We'll let him. We'll let him go. No, here's my uh, my one my Please. one critique of fanboy JBL. Oh, okay. Is that it's not brash enough? I feel like fanboys now are very. They're like high energy. Like you know, like the nerd the oh, nerd review the, thing. You know that what? Red I'm Letter Media up. does. Yeah, those are millennial fanboys. This oh, is OG. This is, this is, this is like oh, yeah. early oh. '90s fanboy, like shuffling mm-hmm. in a comic book store. Yeah, yeah. this is comic book versus right. like trailer reaction. You ever see those trailer reaction video? Trailer reaction. But he's also oh like half film crit Hulk. Yeah. Oh God, he's the worst. No, but again, he's like. He's did like you get into a Twitter fight with Film Crit Hulk once? No. I feel like you did. I would never get into a fight with him because he's not worth fighting. He, he isn't on Rotten Tomatoes at all, is he? I don't know. No, I don't know. If no, he is. I don't know if he is. But I know that he writes seventeen thousand words about every little single idea that pops into his dumb big head. So uh, you know, Sonny, uh, did you uh, want to give a another sort of? Uh, a big boy review. Big boy review. Not really. Okay. JBL fanboy <laughs> JBL pretty much pretty much nailed it. Right. Uh, I would say that I I my my one real review of this uh, would be that if you like the first one, you'll probably like this one, and if you did not like the first one, you probably won't like this one because they're very. I disagree. S- they're very very well, similar. Let's hold on. Okay. I just wanted to say by the way that um, I actually liked it because my expectations I think were pretty low. As you know, on Twitter, I said this is a movie that I was not looking forward to, and I found myself laughing out loud. I actually liked Cable, even though I didn't know much about him, and it's pretty clear to me that uh, he wasn't going to be a true villain, because when you see him in his surroundings, and it looks like family had been killed, and that he's not really a villain, he's just going to war. He's like, you know, against... uh, against uh, his enemy, and he's going to, uh, let's just say he goes to the mattresses. Speaking of mattresses, JVL. Wow. That's amazing. Thank you. Substandard listeners are invited to take advantage of Casper's competitive limited-time Memorial Day sale offer. Casper sells directly to you eliminating added costs and saving you money. You can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial, and returns are hassle-free if you're not completely satisfied. Casper has three mattress lines to choose from, the original Casper, the innovative Wave, and the streamlined Essential. The original Casper mattress combines multiple supportive memory foams for quality sleep surface with the right amounts of both sink and bounce. The Wave features a patent-pending premium support system to mirror the natural shape of your body. The Essential has a streamlined design at a price that won't keep you up at night. The breathable design of each mattress helps you sleep cool and regulates your body temperature throughout the night. For a limited time, visit casper.com slash savings and receive 10% off your order with any mattress purchase. The special offer expires May 29th, 2018. Terms and conditions apply. That's casper.com slash savings to receive 10% off when you order before May 29th. Thank you, JVL. Question for the two of you. In your theaters, 
Although, Sonny, you probably went to a screener, yes? No, I... Oh, you went, you I did general it, uh, audience. I, just, I, I saw it, like, the Thursday night it opened at 9.30. Were was, there kids, and I mean kids, not like 17-year-olds, I'm talking about kids in your theater? No. You mean, like, 10-year-olds? Because that would be perhaps, totally appropriate. Perhaps younger. Yes. Did you bring Sabrina? No, 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 no. I didn't bring Michael. You didn't kids. just bring Michael. Is, you no, brought no, no. Sabrina, I did, too. I, did, I didn't bring any of my kids. No, 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 no. Even I draw the line. The language and references, you know, the, the sexual references. The Alpha Flight did, reference did, was too much for you? I kind of missed that one because I'm not a fanboy, per se, so I missed Alpha Flight. Um, I, Do you even know what I Alpha got, Flight is? Uh, isn't that a it's Canadian Canadian. X-Men. Yes. I was going to say that. Isn't, it, <laughs> isn't that one of them is gay? Isn't one of them gay? Okay. North Star. There you go. Uh, no. Uh, so I'm there, and in the front row is a, 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 I assume a dad, with like two or three kids he brought in tow who were at most, I'd say, 10 years old, probably younger. And I could not believe that he brought them there to this movie. I just couldn't believe it because I, what is he thinking? Oh, superheroes. We all love superheroes. Come on, kids. And I'm watching the trailers were inappropriate. There was the trailer. A couple f- red band trailers. The Happy Time Murders yeah. and the opening line from The Muppet. And these kids are like, oh, oh, I love Muppets, you know? And then The Muppet says, well, what Sonny Bunch said earlier on the show. That's a little crazy. No? Why are you judging other parents, Vic? <laughs> no. I, I don't know why you're surprised by this. People are idiots. I Like, this is the number one rule of life is that people are stupid. So why... Uh, no, I, so my, my, I just shook my head. I just, it's like, oh, Deadpool, uh, uh, I tried to re, I, I, I remember quite liking the first one when it was in theaters, watched it, enjoyed it, had a good time. And then I tried to rewatch it recently and it just nothing, nothing in it worked for me. It was too sticky and too snarky. And I just, it did, it, it did not, it did not work the second time around. So I was kind of actually dreading going into Deadpool 2 and it all basically works for me. I, again, I don't think I could actually watch this movie again. The whole fourth wall breaking, you know, uh, like, oh, we're in a comic book movie. Aren't we clever? We're talking about being in a comic book movie thing. I, it works once, and I don't, I don't know that it works again. The one thing I, I do find very interesting about this film is the way it kind of tries to have it both ways with the woke and not woke segments of the community like it is gender neutral it is yeah references. like well, but there so it, like you know he uh, there's a, a female x-man who is like you know this is why i'm an x-man and you're not and he's like no no x person and she like kind of rolls her eyes and and it like it it, it does this thing where it is trying the the movie is trying to be both uh be both like kind of hyper violent and hyper masculine and and also uh, very kind of rude, bro-y humor, but also like it's woke because look at how diverse it is, but also like making fun of the diversity within the movie itself. Like the, the everything about it is very odd and kind of meta and stacked on top of each other. And I like, I, I think it all basically works. I think it all, I mean, there's even a Christopher Plummer joke because, which is funny, because T.J. Miller, of course, has been oh, accused of multiple yeah, sexual yeah. assaults, and like uh, he's he's been uh, you know he he is like totally wrapped up in the whole Me Too thing. So they're 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 very much trying to have it both ways, and I think I think it works, but maybe I'm wrong. JBL, his... you seem to really hate this movie. Yeah. No, I don't think that's right. I did not enjoy it, but that's because this is important. You can only subvert expectations once. After you do that, the subversion itself becomes the expectation. So if you were seeing, if this is the first Deadpool movie you've seen, then I imagine you came away thinking, wow, I can't believe they did that in a a superhero movie. But if this is the second Deadpool movie you've seen, you've already seen everything in it. This is why it's, I would argue the first Deadpool succeeded almost entirely on just freshness. It was something entirely new within the superhero genre. We'd never seen anything like that. Uh, and you can't replicate that. Think about the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. You saw the first Pirates of the Caribbean, and people were blown away by it because it was just different. It was so different. There was stuff in it that we just never really, not only had we not seen before, we hadn't really ever thought of a pirate like Johnny Depp. And Plus, my expectations for that movie were extremely low because it's based on a, a theme park ride. 
but but the point is you can't replicate the surprise you feel when you come back and it's just more Johnny Depp mincing around like well you've already seen that what's what's fresh what's new uh, it's why there's no you couldn't do a sequel to pulp fiction like pulp fiction to a large degree surprises by it just catches you because everything in it is so surprising and fresh and i don't think that the original deadpool has anything else going for it really aside from that tone and that freshness and so when you come back and just do that all over again, th- you don't really have any room. I mean, the the successful franchises, successful meaning like the ones that we like, like Lethal Weapon or the Jack Ryan movies or, uh, I don't know, the Mission Impossible movies, they can meditate on the same theme because they are themes that can bear repeat with different variations. You can't do that when all you've got is something that's new and different because you can only be new and different once. And also, as you alluded to, and as Sonny, as Sonny mentioned, the uh, and as Fanboy mentioned, the fourth wall breaking. The more you do it, the diminishing returns, you know, build up until for you know, it, two great movies that have like one fourth wall moment. That really works. I think about the earliest one I think about is like Animal House and John Belushi on the ladder and the girl's getting adjusted and he looks at the camera once. That's it. There's no more. They don't do it again. Another favorite of mine, coming to America, in the end, Eric LaSalle uh, with Soul Glow and he's dripping wet and he, the, the younger sister t- uh, of his uh, ex-girlfriend takes him in and she goes, oh, you got to get out of these clothes. You're dripping wet. Here, take off your shirt. And then Eric LaSalle looks into the camera for a split second before they go to the next scene. That works. And in Deadpool, it's just a lot of, okay, it starts off funny and you're, from the get-go, it's breaking the fourth wall. And then they, but there were a couple of other jokes that he used several times, including the joke about lazy writing. He mentions lazy writing. Like Canada? Twice in Canada. Maybe so. that's a meta joke, Vic. See, because it's lazy writing, <laughs> complaining about lazy writing, that makes it even funnier, Vic. That that may be the case. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, and in other ways, I mean, I was, I was, it was, a, it was a shame that it's uh, about the language and, and the content because there's obviously, you know, my son would otherwise love the content because he's big on X Men and he'd be, oh my gosh, Juggernaut's here, you know, and whoever, Colossus, Beast, you know, I. I would say also there is, in the first one, maybe I wasn't entirely fair to the first Deadpool, there is one drop-dead awesome set piece in that movie, and that's the fight they have on the bridge, which is really, really something. Mm -hmm. There is nothing like that here. I mean, everything else that happens in this, just as movie-making, aside from the, is kind of paint-by-numbers. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I mean, the, the whole bit at the beginning where he's kind of like killing all the various, you know, gangs, boring. Just like straight up boring. You know what? No, no. I will say there is one moment in there that was the only original thing I saw in this, which is the scene in the warehouse where you have a character, I think it's Deadpool, a character in the foreground running in slow motion, but everything behind him is taking place in like next to almost uh, real time. That was funny. That was a actually a legit funny play on action movie tropes. But it was the only original thing. But otherwise it reminded you of like Kill Bill. For example, yeah, yeah, no, everything. No, yeah. A lot of slicing were, and dicing. I, I thought the movie. I, I was a little bit bored until we got to the X Force part, and that actually kind of sparked my interest again. I, I, I thought that that whole that whole segment, the team coming together and then like jumping out of the airplane and everybody dying, was like well, I thought that, that was, was actually funny. That was yeah. wonderfully I that unexpected. Was like, I thought, I that, that was, was wonderfully unexpected. I, and like, I mean, like Shatterstar like being turned into goo. Uh, he who I, I like I I. It, and I, 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 I'm not 100% sure, you know, <laughs> on which level I'm enjoying this because it's like Shatterstar's a terrible, terrible character. And like it's fun to watch him die horribly and quickly because he's he's so awful. But I, I, I don't know. I, don't, I, I, I thought uh, Domino was great. Yeah, great is too strong. I thought I thought it was. I thought <laughs> she was very. I thought I like she I was thought the was, best thing in the movie. I thought I that's thought different she, from being great. I thought she was the perfect contrast to Deadpool with her kind of like. Like quiet, subtle, say like, much. you know, just kind of hanging out to his like. Bah, 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 bah. She's mm-hmm. a good straight guy, straight man. Yeah, she's a good straight man, and the actress who played her is a stone cold movie star. Yeah, I and mean, she's I don't know, I've never seen her before. I don't think well, she's on. Uh, she's on the Donald Glover show, Atlanta. Oh, great. it's like her. She's going to be a yeah. huge movie yeah. star. She's great. Do you have thoughts on Eddie Marsan, who plays the well, hospital? It was very. It director. took me. It took me like it took me half the movie to figure out who he was. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. That's uh, Michael Mann's guy. 
He's in uh, he's in all the Michael Mann movies and also uh, Atomic uh, Blonde. Yeah, uh, and but I was I was. I wasn't buying. I mean, they were trying to make him into like he's part evil doctor and then part well, he's like just a lazy part, stock villain. He's a yes. he's a religious lazy fundamentalist. Stock, original, religious fundamentalist. Right. He was and this like is evangelical. Again, right. You know? This is once again they're they're trying to have it all ways mm-hmm. here. You know, you've mm-hmm. got you've got mm-hmm. like the right. the jokes about you know sexual assault or whatever and all the gay jokes and then also oh look here's the yeah. religious fundamentalist mm-hmm. he's bad we got yeah. we have to yeah. kill him yeah kill you him know? yes and it, it's very funny too because they i mean it's like it's such a, it's such a strange movie because the you know the whole last act of the movie is about saving this guy's life and then they kill him basically for kicks just as yeah. a joke at the end of the movie i mean you know like i finally saw and i said oh that's why i'm seeing this guy on the uh, uh diet coke commercials <laughs> the 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 uh, his friend who drives the oh, cab. Oh, Dopender. Yes, <laughs> I was like, why why do I why am I seeing him on? Oh, I say, okay, he's an actor. I will say Bio. this may be the last superhero movie we have in a while that was designed for domestic audiences. So this is not mm-hmm. built for China mm-hmm. uh, or yeah. overseas markets, mm-hmm. and that's kind of interesting. I mean, they're willing to make all of their money here. There are not a lot of big budget superhero movies that are going to get going to well, have that luxury. The first one did pretty well overseas. Did it? I think so. I have to go I mean, look. I, I'll effort that. You guys talk. I I I I have to admit, I did laugh at the stingers. Did you, Sonny? The no. the post at the, the big credits. Yes. I uh, I thought it was uh, once again. This is a this is a movie. You know where. Uh, this is a weird internecine comic book argument, but there's a trope called fridging women. Fridging, it's called. You where it's about it's about it's about how female characters are often killed. In order to give their male, you know, boyfriend protagonist superheroes a reason to go on, yes, it yes, comes from yes. an episode of Green Lantern, which I actually oh, remember buying wow. in stores when it when it came out, in which Kyle Rayner, then the Green Lantern, uh, his girlfriend was killed and stuffed in a fridge, fridging. That's what it's called. And so in this movie, uh, the Morena Bakarin character gets fridged. She lovely. gets killed. She's lovely. She's she's lovely and delightful. But the the whole kind of setup for the mid credit scene is undoing that. So you have both. Yeah. So then, a, what you happens? Have, you have both a fridging and then an unfridging, and it is like it is a total again trying to have it always with mm-hmm. with with this movie. How about soundtrack thoughts? Because you notice it's pretty much all '80s music, so it's pretty much focused or geared towards. I mean, you know, I mean, and I love '80s music, and but I mean, having sat through Ready Player One and a number of, and, and Atomic Blonde for that matter, which obviously because it takes Guardians place in the, of the 80s, Galaxy. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volumes 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? Did, I mean, didn't you guys feel like this movie was cloying and like just begging you to love it in ways that I It was I definitely found... begging to love it, but I, yeah. there was parts that I liked. I, I did. Okay. Okay. Uh, the first one did well overseas, not not great. Not, did did uh, 20% more overseas than it did domestic, which is not mm-hmm. the way... Now most movies are doing two hundred percent overseas, uh, mm-hmm. as opposed to domestic. Not Black Panther. <sighs> well, that's only because of racism. Mm-hmm. Do you have any more Deadpool thoughts <clears throat> before we move on? I mean, obviously we'll have another one of them. Uh, yeah, Deadpool but three. Yeah, because this did you know fine. Yeah. But this is it the type of thing. Money. I mean, really. Well, but but it will make money, but lower initial weekend gross, yep. lower w- lower opening weekend than the first, which is mm-hmm. not something you see very often, mm-hmm. right? A, yeah, a surprise okay. big budget, a surprise big budget movie that does really really well when a sequel comes out for it. The sequel, no matter how bad the sequel is, it does better. Um, the Pirates of the Caribbean movie is mm-hmm. a perfect example. Dead Man's Chest did, yeah. uh, like yeah. I don't know. Like three times what yeah. the original Pirates gross was. Are we uh, are we hitting a superhero saturation point? I mean, it oh. made a hundred. It made one hundred twenty five million dollars, which is still a ton of money. It's still a ton of money for an R rated movie. This is the second highest yeah. opening weekend for I'm, an R rated movie of I'm all time. I'm completely saturated. I'm personally, I, I can't. But I mean, I can't do this. But anymore. I mean, think about it. It's this is this is now the third. I know it's not an MCU movie, but it's the third Marvel movie this year, uh, and. We got another one coming up, and we and there's Ant Man and the Wasp coming mm-hmm. after this. I mean, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. we've got Solo next weekend. I know not a comic book movie, but like, I do I do think that we are kind of hitting a a wall on these sort of things I eventually, agree. right? We have to. We please God tell me that audiences are going to get tired. There of this. has to be one. There is at some point. There is. But on the other hand, uh, 
the economics of this suggest that there is no way to avoid hitting the wall. The incentives are aligned so that Disney has to make us get to the wall because they don't want to leave a single dollar on the table mm -hmm. by underserving the market. Mm -hmm. Right? Do you agree? Basically, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's so we are. It is a eventually we'll have a three hundred million dollar Marvel movie that makes you know five hundred million dollars globally, and then we'll have to we'll have to. Here's here's a question: What hits that first, a Marvel movie or a Star Wars movie? That's a close. One. Where do we hit the? Who hits the exhaust? The cultural no, exhaustion enough. moment first: Star Wars or Marvel? Although you could say that with DC, we've already. Done us. We've done it with well, superhero DC, yeah, movies. DC. I mean, Justice League. So if you, hard. Yeah. so yeah. if you, if you call it comic book movies and not Marvel movies, then we've already seen it. Yeah, mm -hmm. that there is a level of quality. If you don't meet a threshold level right. of quality, right. uh, audiences simply right. will not right. accept it. Yeah. Case which point, is DC. That's right. right. And we have not had a Marvel movie that's terrible yet. We've had Marvel movies that you and I don't like. We Marvel movies that. Um, but aside from like Thor Dark Thor World, everyone brings up Thor Dark aside World. Aside from Thor Dark World, there hasn't <laughs> been something that's yeah. been like just really abysmal, yeah. has there? No. So no, no. I, even the movies I expect, even the movies I don't want to see but see, like Thor Ragnarok, I actually kind of enjoyed. You know? Yeah, like you know, Doctor Strange is a yeah. third or fourth tier Marvel movie, but it's okay. It's confident. Totally mediocre. I like that better than Black Panther. Sorry. What? What? Well. You know what? These movies are really tailored to their audience. <laughs> Speaking of tailored, the black tux oh, is, no. is the easy oh, way no. for guys to wear awesome. suits and that tuxedos is awesome. online. Whoa. They have amazing new selections. If you haven't checked it out, the black tux in a while, you've missed out on a lot. They've got a new complete look and suit essentials for all of your upcoming spring events and weddings. The black tux makes stepping up your style for a wedding or event easier than ever before, so you can make sure you look as great as your date. I remember getting the Wrigley suit. It fit me perfectly and the best part of the free socks. And plus, our former intern at the Beacon Grand Piro wore his for the diplomatic ball, and it fit him to a T. Whether you're going for a stylist-selected outfit or building a custom look, the Black Tux has tons of new suits and tuxedos to choose from for your big spring events. The Black Tux is always changing up their looks, making it fun to try out different suits and tuxedos. Even if you have your own suit, switching it up with the Black Tux is always a great idea. And with their new fit algorithm, you don't have to awkwardly measure yourself or ask a friend for help. The Black Tux does it for you. Plus, the Black Tux free home try-on lets you see the fit and feel the quality of your suit months before your event. After ordering, your suit will arrive 14 days before your event. And remember how simple returns are. Wear it. Turn heads, then send it back three days after your event. Shipping is free both ways. Stand out at your event for the right reasons with the Black Tux. To get $20 off your purchase, visit theblacktux.com slash substandard. That's theblacktux.com slash substandard for $20 off your purchase. The Black Tux, premium rental suits and tuxedos, delivered. I mean, the read was good, but the transition was amazing. <laughs> Jumped on that unexpected. Right? Those are the ones that you. The Sonny, ones that you, you are speechless <laughs> by how good that transition was. What? <laughs> yeah, I, I cut it off because I didn't want to get into that. It was fantastic. I like Benedict Cumberbatch. Okay, uh, corrections, additions. I got a couple. Okay, uh, according to listener Kevin Benversi, there was in fact a Lois Lane in Smallville. We talked about this. He says, "I midway. said this isn't." Hold on, stop. All right. I saw Kevin's tweet. Uh -huh. It's not a correction because I wasn't wrong because I said, said there are other people who say she isn't really Lois Lane because there was another character called Lois Lane, but then there was a sub subset of Smallville watchers who always insisted that the sex cult girl was the real Lois Lane. I, I, but she actually is officially Lois after the fifth season. He said, which everyone stopped watching after the fifth season, and then it was it was no longer a secret or suggestion. She was flat out Lois. Thank you. Well, thank you, Kevin. Okay. Also, and this is uh, this is really embarrassing because we were talking about this in the last episode when I was complaining about the age differential between Andy Garcia and Diane Keaton, and I said because you know, you know, one was like a son to the, you know, a, 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 and the other one is more like a parent um, in Godfather Three. Uh, but listener Andrew Bettman reminds me uh, that Andy Garcia is Sonny's illegitimate son. You know, the one who was conceived at the reception. Santino's Teresa, I think was her name. Uh, and not Michael's. Michael's son, of course, was an opera singer. I'm sorry about that. Um, and I was thinking, you know, and I can't believe you got something wrong from the Godfather. I, I you know, part three, I get a, you know, especially I get a little leeway for part three because, come part on. part three, the best in the series. Oh, my gosh. You know what? 
It's underrated. Two years from it's now, underrated. we're going to have our 30th year retrospective of Godfather. And we'll discuss. Sonny, we'll discuss. And we could talk about whether or not, you know, the plot works like George Hamilton in lieu of Robert Duvall. Immobiliari. Immobiliari, which is like BCCI. And, of course, the Vatican conspiracy. Speaking of Vatican conspiracies, next week I am not here on the show. I will be in the Vatican. Uh, and uh, Oh, you're going to see the commie pope? <laughs> No, we're staying in his domus. Paul the Sixth residence. No, is. not even. We're staying in his domus, where he goes to eat in the cafeteria, the Casa Santa San Marta, which is uh, Domus Sancta Marte, the House of Martha. We're staying in that. I might see him. You could tell me when we're no longer recording what I should t- see him. What I should say to him if I end up seeing him. You say, "Who am I to judge?" <laughs> anyway, well, Catholic humor. The sunny right over his head. Yeah. The the show will go on and we have a great surprise planned for everybody. Yes. For next week. Surprise guest host. No names. No names. The surprise will be that we have an episode next week. Maybe. You got to have it. It's a big weekend. Right. Uh, that's all the time we are giving to this episode. Questions, comments, complaints, compliments. Tweet us at Victorina Mattis at Sunny Bunch. At JV last. Sonny can't even get to the microphone anymore. He's done. Again, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play. Just type in substandard under podcasts and we're there. Leave a review. Tell your friends. Until next time. So, JV. To, uh, to people like Eric and... Uh, Smug, who have been guilting us into all going to see the movies. That's, as this show proves, not a guarantee of quality. <laughs> like, we all took two and a half hours out of our lives to, to sit through that stupid movie. And I don't know that this was any better. The truth is, we might have been better off if we'd all just been, like, hanging out and talking No, no, it would have been a lot shorter. Grills. We have, we no, I think the grill part of the show is far superior, we could have you? We could have easily done 30 minutes on grills. Tweet, tweet yeah. at us and let us know if we should do hey, more I grill a, talk. I got a question uh, yes. for you, Vic, about your grill. Yes, yes. You have it yet? It's been delivered? It's, it's, it's in our back. Of course. Okay. Uh, what sort of grates do you have on it? I thought it was cast iron, but it might but be porcelain. Are wide cast iron? Well, you could flip it over. You can choose. So, like, if you're cooking something that's more delicate, then you have the thinner, and then if you want to cook a steak, then you put it in the middle. I'm still reading the directions, which are basically basic. I just have to heat it up for 20 minutes before you use it for the first time. And they have a great... Uh, you know to season, if they're cast iron, you know you got to season those grates? Well, I have you... a cast iron uh, pan, so I'm familiar, but I don't think so. But you know um, what you got to do? Like you got to get a little olive oil. It might be, might be porcelain. You, you rub it um, on, yeah, right? You yes. know what to do? Well, I just, I don't I want learned, you to screw learned, up your... No, thank you. I learned about seasoning cast iron from my old friends. Phyllis Richmond taught me that. Phyllis Richmond, the former restaurant critic of the Washington Post. Question. Yes, uh, JVL. Does it have HDMI? <laughs> No, but I told you it's Bluetooth ready. I'm sure it's fine.